You are now listening to the Black Girl Nerds Podcast. Welcome to the Black Girl Nerds Podcast. My name is Angelica and I am your host. And joining me today is our wonderful editor at large, Jamie Broadnax, and our my other favorite co-host, Ryan. Hi. So today, hey, I'll say hey everybody. Sorry. <laughs> hey. So today we are here to talk about the I would say controversial casting of Haley Bailey as the new Ariel and the Little Mermaid live action film. Um, and just to actually talk about representation and inclusion inclusion in Hollywood in general. So we're here to dish. So guys, um, what were your first reactions when you saw the announcement that Haley had been or Hallie, sorry, had Hallie had been cast? It's it's so interesting that that's her name because that was the first thing that people were talking <laughs> about on Twitter was Halle Berry's gonna be the Little Mermaid like for real. <laughs> and I know right, Halle yeah. Berry's mentions was blowing up of people actually thinking it was her and not uh, uh, Halle Bailey. But um, yeah, I was shocked. I get emails from um, Walt Disney publicity team. So when I saw the email come in and it said, "Here's our Little Mermaid," and I sh- saw her picture, I was just like oh my God, they really did it. Like this is this is definitely a step in the right direction for Disney because truth be told, Disney has a pretty bad record when it comes to diversity inclusion. And also they have a seriously bad um, past when it comes to racism in a lot of their um, mm-hmm. previous animated films. So I'm glad that they're, you know, moving forward and also just creating a lot more um, newer live action films that, you know, feature women of color like recently seeing that with Aladdin Mm -hmm. so um yeah good good for them I'm glad that they did this yeah me too what do you think Ryan what were your what was your initial reaction yeah I I was I was super excited I did do a double take like maybe I maybe somebody maybe that was like a fan thing and it wasn't Mm -hmm. for real because I didn't think they would actually do you know take like a prominent princess um you know make it a black woman so I thought that I think we definitely needed a step up from Princess Tiana Because I I feel like people still have a lot of criticism about that one. So I'm glad to see that Disney is like, okay, it's if we're going to keep doing these uh, these reboots, these remakes, then we can do something different with it to kind of make yeah. an impact. So I'm excited yeah. about it. Yeah, definitely. I, I was super excited. One, because I've been on this grownish kick for like the last month. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I, yeah, I grown-ish, I like yeah. one episode, but <sighs> you have to watch it. I mean... I think for me, like, obviously the character's about 10 years younger than me, but I, it's still relatable. Yeah. I almost categorize it as, like, the younger version of Insecure. 
Um, and so since Insecure is basically in the off season until next year, I've just been watching Grownish. So um, Haley and her sister Chloe are on the show. Um, they are best friends with Yarish uh, Shahidi's character Zoe. So I've just been watching like the hell out of that show lately. Like every chance I get, I binge it. And uh, so when I saw her face, I was like, oh, cool. Like I love her. And then um, I saw that it was released by, I believe it was Variety. So I knew it was legit. So I didn't question it. I was just excited. Um, and I remember telling my daughter, I was like, guess what? Cause she, I mean, she loves Disney princesses period, but she loves Ariel. Um, like her bathroom is all Ariel out, like an Ariel shower curtain. She has a seashell, um, bath mat um you know oh that's <laughs> <So>, cute <laughs> yeah, so she has cute. stickers on on the walls ariel she even which is i think is almost like prophetic she actually when we first moved into our house last year she I had this giant poster size um coloring book for her she colored ariel and she made her brown mm-hmm. so i told her i know that i hung it it's actually up in her room um so i told her i was like guess what destiny and she's like what mommy i was like they're making a a real I say real she says real a real little mermaid like they did with Aladdin she's like they are and I was like guess what guess what Ariel's gonna be and she's like what I'm like she's gonna be black and she just squealed and like hugged me and she's like I can't wait (laughs) so that alone (laughs) tells you that this is the right thing for Disney to do you know yeah yeah it, it's definitely I don't know I'm excited I want to know what the rest of the casting is going to look like but I guess they got to get past the initial controversy um, first <laughs> just to see but I'm just excited to see like I think Disney is still like let me just ride this out for a little bit while people you no, know um, so allegedly Melissa McCartney's out there to be Ursula not sure if I agree right. with that casting but that's she's in talks and then they have confirmed Aquafina <laughs> to play um, Scuttle the seagull um mm-hmm. oh that's oh, interesting yeah. i didn't even wow. think about that and okay then what's that little boy his name joseph trump is that his name joseph trumblin i look him up um the little boy that was in room what is his name i don't, I don't know if i've seen I, that one it's a google away it's a good because it's gonna kill me if i don't know who is he joseph um, he's playing Flounder, Jacob Tremblay. Sorry, Joseph oh. had got mixed up. So Jacob Tremblay will be Flounder. Um, so that's all we have as far as casting. And of course, um, Halle Bailey, not Halle Berry, um, <laughs> will be playing Ariel. And it's funny because I'm in a couple of Disney groups on Facebook, hmm. and uh, you know, we'll talk about like how the racist kind of came out but this one lady was particularly upset and she was like i don't know she's kind of long in the tooth to be playing ariel and i was like what are you talking about she's 19 years old and then come to find out she thought it was Halle berry and i was like no no, no Halle bailey oh, yeah. people were mistaken <laughs> poor Halle berry and her mentions right now on twitter um, <laughs> well yeah but see i think i would think Halle berry would play little mermaid though but I mean, I guess if you just pay attention to the name, I, don't know, I guess people just seeing yeah, the Halle part are so similar. People are lazy. They don't look at facts or, you know, they don't even look at articles anymore. They'll just see a headline and then go That's off true. of that. That's and true. then they probably had a moment of dyslexia and got it mixed up. But yeah. Yeah. And then they said they look alike. And I was like, mm, not all black people really? look alike. Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> Like close, but not no. That's what <laughs> you know. Does look like I think Hallie looks a lot like Ariel. Yes, like there's mm-hmm. some similarities. Yeah, I'm just yeah. Like, 
Because a lot of people are doing yeah, fan art. Yeah, it looks like really the big yeah, eyes, cool. the big smile, you know, the long hair. Yeah. So I, and she looks like a print, like a Disney princess. She looks like an animated character. Yeah. So I completely agree. Uh, <laughs> but. But does she get the red dreadlocks? We have, I think I, I read somewhere. Well, I think it was just like a gossip blogger, but they were like, she's probably likely going to have the red dreadlocks because she's colored her mm-hmm. dreadlocks red before. Yeah. So there's photos out there with her. Um, so yeah, I, I think so. I think it's important too, because if you look at all of the other Disney princesses, Ariel has always stood out because right. of her red hair. Because all of them, you know, the early yeah. years were like mm-hmm. blondes and then you had one brunette with Snow White. Um, but yeah, Ariel was like the first redheaded mm-hmm. princess. So redheads everywhere was getting their representation through yeah. that. Um, so gotta keep that yeah and i actually saw a tweet where um a a redhead or ginger had tweeted like look i'm a fair-skinned red-haired white woman and i remember seeing ariel and and being so excited to have some representation i want the same thing for little black girls like how is this a negative thing um so they're definitely going to keep the red hair i think people would really riot um, if Ariel didn't have her trademark red hair, like I would probably write. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah. yeah, and actually, fun fact: um, Ariel was actually supposed to be a blonde, um, and Disney changed it because Splash had just come out the year before, and Daryl Hannah was a blonde mermaid, so they changed her hair to red to kind of oh, set themselves apart okay. from Splash. So, fun fact there: Disney nerding out. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, so rounding out the cast, so we talked about how, like, Melissa McCartney is is in talks, and um, did anyone see the tweet where it was just, like, um, how how fitting it would be to have a white woman take away a black woman's voice? Like, I actually am okay with that. (laughs) I didn't see that, but, man, that's a a point. I did not think about that. Oh, man. Interesting. Just, like, Twitter Hmm. is ruthless. (laughs) They are. The yeah. absolute most. I don't know. I mean, I I have questions about Melissa McCarthy playing Ursula because first of all, does she even sing? Ah, I've never. Uh, I've heard her sing in Identity Theft, um, but it was more like karaoke. Oh, I totally forgot like, about that. Yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, does she have the singing chops? Because that's mm. a pretty strong voice. Like poor unfortunate souls. That is a huge superpower ballad. Yeah. And I mean, you, you, you definitely have to have the singing chops to be able to hit those notes. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm just curious if she can sing. And I hope that they don't do the thing where they, you know, have somebody else singing in the background or mm-hmm. manipulate her singing voice so that way she can hit those notes. Like, just get an actual singer. Yeah. Like, that was my only question was, like, can she sing? I love Melissa McCarthy, by the mm-hmm. way. She's excellent she's funny um yeah yeah she's she would be perfect you know doing a acting performance it's just the singing is what i had questions about i saw also on twitter people putting out lizzo mm, yes perfection yeah. and i was just like oh yeah, yeah it was that bet performance yeah. sold them. <laughs> love lizzo i know she's went to new heights just on that performance alone so yeah and she actually did poor unfortunate so she actually um uh she colored herself purple she put on this big wig. I saw that. I thought that was a prank or something. I, <laughs> and she belted out poor unfor- unfortunate souls. And also, um, Titus, Titus, who he plays Titus Andromedus from and from um, uh, Kemi Schmidt. 
people have been tweeting about him possibly being Ursula, which I'm not mad at. <laughs> that would actually be pretty good. I could yeah. see that. Yeah, that would work with yeah. that. that. It would be hilarious. I, I could totally see it. And then um, who else? Um, Queen Latifah would actually be a good fit as well because she could sing. She's done, you know, she did Chicago. She has a strong voice. Yeah. I can see that happening. Yeah, she played Bessie. Um, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she played and she played Bessie. Exactly. So I could see that. I mean, I would love to see people just be upset in their feelings because the cast is black. Like we need, you know, we have Hal. <laughs> oh yeah, that would be the be- yeah, that would be God good. Yeah. If they cast the whole freaking cackling. And Disney's got a lot of making up to do. Yes. Truth be told, like y'all been keeping these characters white for years. And I'm sure we'll get into it, but I also have my feelings about Princess Tiana. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oh yeah, yeah. You cannot. I, I don't know. I don't. They feel like I passed a black female, and she didn't have something to say about Christiana. Like it was, it was just great in the moment, right. like when it first was announced. But when you watch the movie, like somebody has something about that movie, they were like, mm, "That didn't really work for me. That wasn't like how I thought it was gonna be." Well, yeah. let's touch on the fact that she was a frog for most of the movie. So, <laughs> right. That's what everybody starts with. Yeah, that she was a frog. Yeah, that she had to kiss a frog. So yeah, ninety yeah. percent of the movie, she's a frog, and then we see it her as her you know human form and, and that's what I had the issue with is that she didn't really get she wasn't really a, like a lead in in this story like I didn't really feel like I saw the the presence of Tiana the way I saw with those other um mm-hmm. princesses so it's just yeah it's just unfortunate that our very well technically because I was doing a little research too before the <laughs> um technically our first black Disney princess was a live action princess and that was Brandy yeah, and Cinderella. Cinderella. So oh yeah. He was yeah. our first Disney princess, which I think that came out like in the late nineties. Yeah, like ninety six um, so, or so. Yeah. And that movie was so revolutionary because you had a black princess, an Asian <laughs> prince with black with a black mom and a white dad. <laughs> black mom and a white dad, you know. Um, I just thought that that was so revolutionary for its time when it came out in 96. And um, yeah, it, it was good to see Brandy as our first princess. And then we got Tiana and then that yeah. was it. And then Whitney, of course, was the godmother. But yeah, Tiana. And that's the thing. Like, yeah, we waited 70 years for an animated black princess. And I love Tiana's character, like the hardworking, you know, does what she needs to do to get ahead. Um, you know, doesn't really need a prince to make it in this world. I love that attitude, but it's just the fact that she spent most of the film as a frog. You don't really get to see her as a princess. It's what kind of disappoints us when we think of Tiana. Um, I almost like, I almost want to say like, give her a sequel, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like give her some more. Yeah. Then you come up with something. Yeah. Give her a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because Mulan got a sequel. I think Pocahontas got a sequel. Little Mermaid got a sequel. Yeah. Where's Tiana's sequel? Give us Tiana's sequel. <laughs> just dirty, just dirty. Yeah. We don't have a sequel. All, all them princesses got sequels. Come to think Cinderella of Cinderella got a sequel. Cinderella, I think Sleeping Beauty. Actually, yeah, she got like Cinderella got a lot of sequels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, no, why I think had a sequel in this piece? Like, can we get something? Yeah. Um, yeah, so definitely excited that Hallie is going to be this princess. It's been a long time coming. 
Um, and like you had referenced it before, Jamie, how Disney has a lot of making up to do. And yeah. um, even what was it? I know you probably researched this, but like there is some deep seated racism in the beginning of Disney's history. Oh, yeah. um, the one that comes to mind for me is Fantasia. Um, and I believe the scene is completely cut out you won't be able to find it unless you kind of go through the archives of YouTube. Um, But there's a centaur, there's a scene with centaurs um, and there's like this little black centaur and she just kind of has a stereotypical dark skin, um, those overdrawn big red lips, um, you know, her hair is quote unquote nappy and she's um, basically serving the other nymphs and the other centaurs. So that was like one of the first images I saw where I'm like, whoa, Disney is racist, you know? So, yeah, and apparently there was something in um Dumbo as well as the races. Oh yeah, the crows. Oh yeah, oh yeah, the crows, big time races. I mean, we could really devote an entire podcast that is (laughs) over an hour to history of racist cartoons because Mm -hmm. it started even way back when Mickey Mouse first came out. What, like in the forties? I think forties, fifties, where thirties, thirties, no further back. (laughs) Yeah, um, where Mickey Mouse was in blackface. There's an actual cartoon of Mickey Mouse and Blackface. Um, And then there's this super racist, uh, it's like a cartoon mixed with a live action. Oh, the slave. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. When I heard about that, I was like, what is this? It was so racist that Disney had to actually pull it um, from the stores, I guess, that when it came out to video or whatever, or when they did the distribution or whatever from Mm -hmm. outside of and go to video they actually had to pull the film because it was so offensive um so yeah i mean it freaking what was the other i forgot the name of the animated film but you guys will probably um remember it um the characters of the siamese cats uh, 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 the aristocat yeah 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 the oh yeah the aristocats the siamese cats from lady and the tramp and then there was also an animated movie where it had these Native American characters. Peter Pan. Uh, yes, that was Peter Pan. So, like, there is just this repeated history. And Little Mermaid, since we're on the topic of the Little Mermaid, there's a little racist moment in that film with the black fish. Yep. Oh, when the black yeah. fish sings and it's like this black fish with oh, big lips. Yeah. Dang, got Little Mermaid I too. I just remember. Oh man, yeah. So there's a little racist moment in there. So hopefully they don't have that moment because it was under the sea. No. Yeah, they should probably not watching. do that. They'll probably be good. <laughs> and you know what kills me about this this controversy is that they all love Sebastian the crab, who was basically a black man in a right. crab body, <laughs> right? A Jamaican man. Technically, I think they said the actor couldn't do a Jamaican accent, so it was actually a Trinidadian accent. But everyone assumes it's it's a West Indian accent, okay? <laughs> and it's like you guys love that, um, but it's a problem when your princess is black. Like you wouldn't believe what I'm seeing in these groups that I'm in. Like I'm cringing. Like the whole thing is animated. Yeah, it's you not don't even real. have like yeah. You can just make up whoever. Oh, people are people are just. I don't get it. I mean, let's break it down though. So like, people are upset about Ariel being changed to a black girl, but she's a freaking fish. Like she's a mythical creature. She's not real. And then they killed me with the, oh, well, she's Danish. No, negative. Hans Christian Andersen is Danish. His setting, the setting of his story is in, wait, what's Danish? What's Danish? Somebody help me here. 
Googling Denmark. Yeah, I was, I was about to say that, but I wasn't sure. Yeah, what did I, say? I think I think Denmark, Denmark. There we go. Someone a day. I knew I was going to get it because <laughs> it's like Dutch, Danish. I, I don't know, but anyways, it's set in Denmark. But you know, the Little Mermaid's from the ocean. She's a sea creature, yeah. and actually, she was described as green before she turned into a human. So who cares what her quote unquote ethnicity is? They're not. They're a totally different species. They're not real. It can be black. It's okay. Um, so that just and then you have and then you have the counterpoint, mm-hmm. right? From people saying, "Oh, well, since they're going to be making Ariel black, what are they going to do next? Make Tiana white?" Uh. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> because that doesn't even make sense. Because first of all, y'all need to get your history on. Tiana is actually based on a real person. Mm-hmm. Her name is Leah Chase. She's a chef in New Orleans. So her entire persona and history is based on that character. So no, you can never whitewash Tiana because she's based on a real Mm -hmm. person. It's like whitewashing Malcolm X or Martin Luther King. It'll never happen because guess what? They're real people. So yeah, yeah, don't don't put that out there about Tiana and whitewashing because I saw some of those tweets and I was like, y'all really? I'll reach it. And then my thing is not just don't even take into account the fact that there's like a history behind it. Her character is so ingrained and being black in her culture it would it just wouldn't make sense for it to be a white woman like it's like changing moana into a white woman like she is ingrained in maui culture in hawaii or you know polynesian culture it wouldn't make sense to make her white so the that's such a false equivalency oh i was ready to fight people all last week like i was over it (laughs) yeah yeah people are doing the absolute most so and then i saw a lot of concerns about and I mean, it's it's masquerading to me as prejudice or as racism, but people were saying like, oh my God, I'm so worried about what my children are going to think when they go to the Disney parks and they see a black, a black mermaid. And I was like, wait, pause. Let, let's back this up. So I go to Disney World every year. I am a Disney geek all day. They have never changed any of the animated characters at Disney or any of the actors, the the characters, they've never been changed. They've all stuck to their animated forms. So anyone that goes to Disney knows that's not the case. So why post that? And, you know, and then on top of that, so what if they had changed Ariel to to a black mermaid, would you not go to her grotto because your kids would be confused? Like it's just explain it to them. Like, Hey, Ariel got updated. Like, I don't know, just stuff like that just been, has been driving me crazy all week. Yeah, people just yeah, don't I mean, like change at all. No. Like, and it's just amazing. Like the extremes they take it and they compare because they want everybody else to start panicking too. Yeah, I mean, let's let's talk about yeah. it. Like, uh, were they upset when you know Aladdin the animated film was voiced by all white actors when they're supposed to be brown characters? I mean, where was the outrage then? Um, right, like they were coloring. I think they were like coloring some of the people behind the scenes, um, you know, so they can fill into that like Arabian kind of scene and everything without actually, you know, just going out finding people that are of that race. Yeah, I'll color that. Which, I, I'll, yeah. yeah. Disney has has yeah. not been, I mean, they like Mulan, thank goodness that whole cast was, for the most part, Asian. Moana, they specifically had every single voice actor um, be of Polynesian descent, with the exception of the guy that voiced, you know, the chicken, which you don't need to be Polynesian to be a chicken. Uh, <laughs> so, like, <laughs> I, they have stepped up their game, but there was a time when a character that was 
Brown would be voiced by a white actor. And there was never any issue with that. So why now have an issue with a black character or black person playing a, a, a fictional character? Like, I don't get it. Yeah, I think it's really super important that we see a black, beautiful mermaid because uh, there's actually an article, shameless plug here, but there is an article on black girl <laughs> nerds. If you guys um, that are listening, please check it out. It's called All the Pretty Mermaids, Racist Narratives and Entertainment for Children. And it's a really great um, essay about this film called The Adventures of Puss in Boots. It's actually by DreamWorks. I don't know what DreamWorks' relation to Disney is. I don't think they're the same. There's no relation. They're just a different studio. (laughs) It's an animated, um, like a CGI animated film. And it is the most horrific, atrocious, offensive version of what a mermaid a black mermaid is supposed to look like that i'm shocked that this even saw the light of day that it even got the green light um the character the mermaid character her ears look like dragon's wings she has cornrows that she visibly has cornrows so you know she's black or of african Mm -hmm. um she looks like a monster And she's supposed to be a mermaid. So the only black mermaid that we have that is for children and that's being depicted in animation is this terrible film showing this really ugly, hideous looking mermaid. So, yes, we we need this (laughs) because it's really important that young girls see themselves as beautiful and just, you know, looking whimsical and feminine and not like this horrid creature that DreamWorks did. So the, the yeah. film, again, is called The Adventures of Puss in Boots. And um, if you see it, watch it and then probably go ahead and put it in a fire afterwards or something. <laughs> it's on Netflix. Maybe they pulled that episode. <laughs> I actually was an episode. It was a series because um, I remember watching a few episodes with my daughter, but they probably pulled that episode. Just saying, I, I don't think they would let that go. That's right. Considering right, it was an episode, not a film. That is correct. Yeah, considering like just like you know, just not on Black or Nerds. I did see um that image being like shared all over social media at one point um so i don't feel like it's around anymore but yeah i saw that and i cringed i was like really but if you think about it puss is kind of a stereotypical character himself so why not throw that in there um but i know disney actually did if i don't know if uh ryan you and i are around the same age no offense jamie um (laughs) and they (laughs) because like we were children you know you're like a grown adult walking around we were like little kids um but disney had a little mermaid animated series on uh, the disney channel um and every morning they would air the little mermaid and there was an episode with a black uh mermaid her name was gabriella and she was deaf so that's like yeah oh yeah i do yeah yeah, yeah. My favorite i remember episodes. that um and like her interpreter was an octopus but i remember seeing that um and then of course <laughs> yeah. the idiot on facebook was like well why can't they just leave ariel white in the live action and just add gabriella so everyone could get represented and i'm like what yeah let's make the black person the sidekick again. yeah yeah right right let's keep <laughs> like, being the sidekick let's, let's do that. before yeah yeah, yeah, same old, same old story. You know, Gabrielle didn't have enough lines. I don't know why they even pulled that I one. I don't know, but I've just been over it. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I'm interested to see the rest of the casting. Um, I know they're already casting King Triton. I mean, not Disney people, Twitter. Um, like they want Terry Crews to be King Triton. <laughs> 
don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> oh gosh, I, I don't think I can take him seriously, but I do like the. Yeah, I was gonna say I probably be laughing. I do all like time. the idea of Idris Elba being cast as King Triton, and I would love that. Oh yeah, we just, just cast Idris Elba just because it's, it's like Idris, just casting right? everything. <laughs> yeah, you just cast them. Like, I mean, you it's fine. thought they were sick when they cast him as Heimdall, Heimdall, and, and Thor. Imagine if he was oh. King Triton. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I feel like he got disrespected in Thor, so he needs another a yeah. chance in this one. Mm-hmm. Oh, what you say, Jamie? Yeah, we. I mean, we've seen him as Hemdall, so I feel like that's not a huge stretch for him being Triton because he's kind okay. of that type of role, I guess. Right, um, right. So, yeah, I feel like people would be a little bit more accepting than, obviously, how people are reacting now with Hallie. Yeah, and honestly, if you look at King Triton, he was tan as hell. Like, he was really on the browner side of things, so it's not a stretch to make him black, I'm just saying. Like, did anyone notice his his major deep dark tan <laughs> i didn't at first but i'm sorry to think about it now but yeah. I, I i think it's enough to go with it just over i think it's just enough yeah I, w- I would be dope so you know lizzo as um as ursula we got aquafina scuttle um hallie is gonna be ariel and then idris is, is triton now who would you who would be prince eric who who would you guys i choose? can't figure that out i keep thinking about that i can't figure out who would be so, somebody fine <laughs> yeah well yeah that's number one <laughs> first he has to be fine yeah, definitely I, I, I got, oh that is so hard who would be I y'all think, kids, so i don't know who's the who's the young stud out there now uh, i can't think because like would you guys want him to be black or would you want him to be like white and then really make people mad because then it'd be interracial <laughs> or, or make him <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. you know or something i mean that that's cool with me. Hmm. Mm. And now I'm like googling. Oh, someone. Yeah, I'm on Google too. I'm like, who make, could be somebody that's an unknown. Give them a shot, dude. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Give them a shot. Someone yeah. had um, um, uh, gosh, Steve Carell. <laughs> as Prince uh-uh. Eric. No. Nope. I said, you know what, internet? I'm done. Stop <laughs> yeah, like an yeah. Uh uh-uh. Oh, you know who would be a good um? What is his name? It's uh, he played the younger version of uh, Ricky Whittle in or of Shadow Moon in um, American Gods. Ah, oh, what's his name? He's actually would be a really good choice. His name is like Adrian Darkwin or something like that. He has an odd name. Hold on, let me look him up. We got to plug this guy. Ah, oh, one second but yeah he would be a perfect choice he kind of gives me like prince naveen vibes to be honest oh okay no no yes no anyways we'll figure it we'll find out sooner or later um i don't know googling i'm still googling them if you're not over 30 i don't know who you are so Uh, excuse (laughs) me ma'am no, I'm just in terms of like you know who the young um upcoming stars are because mm-hmm. I don't a lot of them are like on Disney shows and some of the younger programs that are out there the freeform shows mm-hmm. if you will um so yeah I don't watch a whole lot of them so I don't know who they are okay okay I found his name his name is but Angelica did we say oh go ahead Gabriel go ahead. Darku he's on a Netflix show too mm-hmm. He looks like a younger version of Ricky Whittle. Like I, I just that that just seems like perfect casting to me. But yeah, so I'm looking at Ricky Whittle. So if he's younger version of that, that'll work, right? Oh, That's fine. He's a good looking dude. Right, right. I can see that. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, so I'm really looking forward to the casting. And, you know, just in general, I'm loving all of this representation. I mean, they released pictures of the Lion King cast, and it was so melanated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I loved it. Yeah, right. I saw, yeah. like, two. I was like, wow, that's pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then, you know, well, they should. I mean, it, I mean, it's it takes place in, in the continent of Africa. Like, come on, y'all can't be having a bunch of white dudes. Or white <laughs> folks, but they did yeah. for the animated for the original Lion King it was Matthew Broderick and um, um Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Like, though, that was, you know, I know. The, I know. That's why Disney's got a lot of making up, up, up to do. <laughs> They finally getting it right. right. And then even with Mulan, I'm so glad that the whole cast is Asian. They're not in yellow face. It's it looks like yeah. the traditional. And, and I mean, can we touch on this? Because we're talking about Disney anyway. Um, but I did just want to touch on Mulan. No Mushu. No. Yeah, I was gonna say, what are they gonna do no for Mushu? Yeah. Like classic. Just get Eddie Murphy in the film. Just put him in the film. You well, apparently <laughs> they're kind of going more with a ballad of uh, Mulan versus like the Mulan 1998 film. So there's no Eddie Murphy. Um, Aww, um, her man. sidekick is essentially a phoenix. I'm assuming it doesn't talk because it would be silly in that type. It, it looks like a Disney version of Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, to be honest. Right, right. Oh yeah, so, yeah. and no Lee Shang. Yeah. Like what? No Lee Shang. He was fun. that was like my one of my first you know cartoon crushes. No Lee Shang. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> made him into another character altogether. Um, there's not going to be um, I guess the Huns. They're going to be Huns, but like they're led by this evil witch. Um, and like I said, there's a phoenix. Um, Mulan doesn't cut her hair, so I mean they're changing. And there's no, I'll make a man out of you. Like what? Oh man, people gonna flip out now. I didn't know that part. Like what's? But it it looks like they're going in a completely different direction. So people, if you accept that, then it'll probably be be easier to to do on. But it, yeah. Well, yeah, they're. It's. I'm just trying to figure out what I'm singing in the theater though. If they cut that song out, I'm just saying. (laughs) You just can't. I know. I was in it. You just came to see them fight. No, it's like a live action like, <laughs> film. Like you said, it's going to be like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon ish, Into the Badlands ish type of type of action yeah. film. So it's yeah. going to be. I mean, I I was filming the trailer. Um, I actually could like t- almost teared up a little bit because it just because I just love Mulan. Yeah, the trailer is dope. That sword fighting, I was like, "Get it, girl, go fight Mulan." Um, So yeah, so we have that to look forward to. Of course, we have this wonderful um, Little Mermaid adaptation. So I I can't wait to see it. Um, And I and you know, people keep saying like, "Oh, changing Ariel is going to make people not want to go see the movie." You know, I had. I think it's going to make people ten times more go see the movie. Exactly. Disney has not lost a dime yet when it comes to their (laughs) their reboots of live action films and such. So yeah, people are going to go see the movie and it's going to make crazy money at the box office. If only to hate watch. If only to hate watch. They'll still go. And then, I mean, we don't, like I said, like, you know, they haven't failed with all black cats either. Look at Black Panther. That's a division of Disney through Marvel. And that film was yep. breaking records. And we don't, us, get out. We don't need necessarily, quote unquote, people to support. We got we got us. Uh, <laughs> we come out on record numbers, right? Yeah, it's true. Um, yeah. So I'm really looking forward to it. I don't know about you guys. I, I think 
they need behind the camera too for some of these uh, yeah. Disney action films, just like they did for Black Panther. I think that's what make Black right. Panther so successful because they had people, you know, that actually knew the culture. Like you're not just sitting back there trying to make up what yeah. you think it is. Yep. I think it's gonna be important yeah, on some of these sense. remakes. I think, I think that's really important that you bring that up, Ryan, because like that's the thing that we don't really talk about much because mm-hmm. we don't see it. Because another example of that, not Disney, but Sony, was um, the Spider Man. Um, into the oh, yeah, yeah. and we had done black girl nerds had done a um um a press event for that and we actually got to see like behind the scenes and see all of the animation crew and it was mostly white <laughs> i would say 90 percent white and so you know i would love to see a film like spider-verse that was very diverse black leads to have black folks behind the scenes as well animating because that's another thing. There's a very small number of us that are in the animation industry. So, um, yeah, it's we we have to have tackle those topics, too. Like, it's good to see it visually, um, but behind the scenes, it's really important to have that representation there, yeah, too. Absolutely. And um, that kind of reminds me, um, I got the opportunity to interview Tina Gordon um for you know the blu-ray promotion of little and that's one of the things that we talked about and shameless plug that's also on black girl nerds um (laughs) and she talked about you know i was saying like you know what's it like being a black director and she's like you know let's you know let's not talk about being a black director we need more period we need more um hair you know hairstylists makeup artists camera yep. crew um d- you know set designers you know the works you know a lot of times we think about the director and the actors but what about everybody else what about the production um we need more diversity in that there's so many avenues that can be explored in hollywood by just going behind the scenes let's talk about that so i i really like that and um she had a great point you know if we go back to the hair comment Haley's going or Haley's going to be out here hopefully in red dreadlocks well wouldn't it be great if there was a hairstylist backstage who actually knew how to do her hair um because i feel like a big gripe with a lot of actresses in hollywood black actresses is the fact that they do their own styling um because oftentimes yeah, stylist also yeah, doesn't yeah. know how to deal with black hair. Um, I went to a panel for the American Black Film Festival, and Damaris Lewis said, um, the actress, and she was in um, Black Klansman. I think she's in Pose now, but she was saying how, um, you know, every time she comes on set, they didn't know what to do with her hair, and she took her time to teach them how to do hair so that the next black actress that came on set wouldn't have to go through what she went through um so you know i'm sure disney and the fact that they've been moving forward in diversity will have a staff that will be able to deal with black hair but that that's kind of important to point out like just not just in front of the camera but behind the camera too yeah just like those little details that people don't think about that's important to certain cultures that you just don't want to have like somebody guess at what they think it's supposed to look like right yeah so so uh, I don't know. You guys any have any other thoughts or any other casting suggestions or anything else you want to touch on? I think it was really funny. <laughs> I was looking on um, social media too. Like this was even a little bit before uh, they had mentioned the casting or announced Hallie as uh, Ariel. And did you see like some of the rumored casting? One uh, actor that was rumored to be Ariel was Zendaya, which yeah. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, I could see it a little bit. And then, um, Bad Baby. Oh my God! Somebody <laughs> catch me outside, girl. Yes, 
And I'm like, what? And she was saying something about Disney would be like the highest gross movie ever if I was in it. I was like, this yes. No, no. No. It's gonna be cool for me to on that. It would uh, not. But yeah, it was it was interesting to see some of the fan casting that was out there. Yeah, and um Kylie they had said something about Kylie Jenner and no, oh, yeah, she had the red hair and the beard and everything. I'm yeah, like, they're like, we have enough plastic in the seat, and I'm like, why y'all gotta do her like that? <laughs> Mind your business. Let her live her life. She didn't ask for this. She didn't ask to be casted. Uh, so I, but I still thought it was funny. But um, you know what, Ryan, you had tweeted us or you had sent us a tweet of um Nicole Bahari speaking on Ursula. Did you want to talk about that? Ooh. Hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. She was um, apparently she does like it's called Nailed It on Netflix. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, it being like like a pretty dope comedian that I need to check out because I was just like glued to this clip. <laughs> um, but anyway, she was just pointing out the fact that you know Ursula might not be as evil as we think Ursula is. So you know for whoever wants to play that, if it's Melissa McCarthy, um, but she's basically pointing out the fact of you know Ursula is not like a traditional like octopus either. She has I think she said she had like six mm-hmm. tentacles. Um, you know, so she, the fact that she only comes, uh, she only turns into like the traditional way that you see like a white female, white woman, skinny, perfect when she just wants to come to the surface and mingle with everybody, but she has no problem being evil, just being her own octopus self in the ocean. Um, so she was just pointing out the fact of, you know, maybe when Ursula took the voice of Ariel, she was trying to say, well, you know, if you think you want to go out on the surface and be perfect, like all these other skinny people that we think are perfect, we think that's where you have to be then you don't deserve to have your voice. Like, you need to be okay with who you are. Uh, which I thought was interesting, because every time I saw that part of the movie growing up, I was thinking, well, why would she do that to her? Like, she just wanted to be out like everybody else and, you know, a mingle amongst her people, but she took her voice. But I didn't think about that. I was like, she was, she might have been trying to tell her that it was okay to be just a mermaid in the sea. Right. That was funny. <laughs> just like, that was like an interesting, yeah, like, in the way she put it, like, she's a lot more profanity than I want to, like, you know, oh. I want to use on her, but it's like, it's really clip to like check out to see what she says about it but yeah I thought that was weird she cusses up a storm <laughs> she was going in and I didn't even think about it. I was like wow somebody put another spin on Ursula because I'm just thinking like okay she's gonna be the evil villain you know she was trying to stop you know the little mermaid shine but I don't know she might have had a point yeah she had a point and you know what Nicole would be a good Ursula too and she could sing a little bit she would be yeah yeah, she would be. Yeah. The way she was doing like the hand gestures and emotions, I was like, this could, I don't know, they might have found that Ursula casting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I I just, I want to see a black woman playing Ursula. I yeah. Know. I just, I mean, a lot of, and yeah. I even said, like, I'm tweeting or whatever, talking about all this controversy for the last week or so, but I'm like, if people are upset about, you know, Ariel being white, they're going to like lose, lose it when they find out Ursula doesn't really have purple skin. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like, oh yeah they're gonna be mad about that one yep <laughs> like wait you mean to tell me she's not a natural born purple woman what um so, <laughs> so freak out people gonna be freaking out. out and then to point out um ursula was actually just inspired by the drag queen divine um so you know she could potentially right. but if you think about it where the drag queens get you know their sass from black woman so yeah, yeah. it would it be, you know, outside of the realm of things to have a black Ursula. Um, so, you know, hope if they do cast Melissa, I hope, you know, she brushes up on her singing. I know she can carry a tune. Um, and, you know, she does her thing. I'm just I'm just satisfied and happy with having um, Hallie play play Ariel. So those are my my yeah. thoughts on it. 
Yep. She's going to be brilliant. Right. Wait for it, people. Wait for it. But um, yeah, so if you guys don't have anything else to add to it, I, I've had fun discussing it. I'm sure we could go on for, for hours. But <laughs> um, yeah, um, even just, you know, have our listeners, if you guys have any thoughts on the casting or suggesting for casting for characters that haven't been confirmed yet, you can tweet us at Black Girl Nerds, at Black Girl Geeks, and at BGN Podcast. Um, so yeah, this has been great, guys. Yeah, it's been fun. I just want to say, I think 10 days still Lion King. Oh, I yeah. I'm going to be a little less than that. Nine, 10, 10, yeah. Anyways, it's coming. It's coming. So, like, get your butts in the seats for that. And then yeah. next year, we'll have Little Mermaid. Woohoo. And then Milan next year. And then yeah. Milan. <laughs> and then let's see who else. Disney just raking it in. Just raking it in. Not yeah, they are a train that keeps. On moving. I'm just waiting for that Black Panther sequel uh, launch. Right. No, when is that coming? Like, I already sat through Endgame. Like, they need to come on with the come on. Like, what's taking so long? And bring back Michael yeah. B. Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> While you're at it. What happened? What happened? Killmonger's character did come back to life in the comic book. I mean, so. Oh, okay. That's the rule of comics. They don't never, no one ever really stays dead. Um, but you know what? I just thought about this before we go. Um, so people were saying, like, I can't wait for this live action to be made and that live action. So someone was like, Well, what about Pocahontas? And I was like, Yeah, that's too much. I don't think because even now. Even now, Pocahontas has not aged well. Like, yeah. if, if you were to live tweet it, it would be really awkward. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, even the fact that Mel Gibson was the voice of John, <laughs> <laughs> problematic. You know? So, oh yeah. god, that'd be the worst. Yeah, yeah, they don't want that smoke. Um, so, you know, you guys, <laughs> you guys out there hoping Pocahontas will be a live action? Highly doubt it. Um, but <laughs> looking forward to other um, live action reboots and hope and here's hoping that they are more diverse. Um, so yes. we'll, we will leave it there. So thank you guys for listening. Let us know how you guys feel online. Tweet at us um, and you know, let us know what you think. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. The Black Girl Nerds podcast is produced by Jamie Broadnax. The opening theme song to our show is written and performed by Samus. Various instrumentals are performed by Samus, Sky Blue, and Shubzilla. You can find various episodes of the Black Girl Nerds podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Audioboom, Google Play Music, and Spotify.